Hey, what's up, world? Your homegirl, Ivy. Thank you so much for tuning in for the last five years. And welcome to the Raw Zone. Just telling you right now, though, while you're supporting us, go support our friends at Control Art Skills. They were dope vendors at our event, and we're here to make sure that you guys follow them at Control underscore Art underscore Skills. Remember, follow them and buy a painting. Tell them Raw Zone sent you. And we are somewhat here. Mikey, play our music. Well, you just got to, I guess, like, you just got to figure out which is which. You, It's harder for you because you got to uh, scroll and look for them and shit. But you got to figure out a way to put them on the board for you so you can just hit it. Pause. Dang. Tell me not, though. It's not fun, though. Yo, I love it. I love it. It's, it's one of those great things. Shout out to uh, whoever made this little soundboard or whatever. Uh, it, it was a nice little packet. Yo, that sounds mighty crispy and clean too. Right, right. So it crazy. was definitely worth the little bit of money I paid for it. Definitely. So very crispy and clean. I appreciate it. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But what up, motherfuckers? It is technically not Tuesday, but it will air on Tuesday. We are. Welcome to the Raw Zone. We're back. We're back. Thanks. It's been a while, right? We're yeah, a little bit. Who was our last guest? The last? Oh, no. The last episode we had was the Snap Talk episode. Snap, right, right, right. Yeah. We that did. was our oh, mini sode. The, the mini sode. Yeah, right. So what that was the last doing? one we did. We haven't what had an actual show in a while. What was the last full interview we did? God damn. Live Johnson. Ah, shit, it's the Roses episode. Yep. Yeah, Live that's Johnson. wild. Because we talked about stupid people and racism. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Live was the last one we had. Wow, that's crazy. That's been like about a month a month ago. Yeah, just about like three weeks, three, four weeks. Yeah, about a if, month. If you miss us, you know, drop them fires, you know, in the YouTube. That's a or fact. Or in the Spotify. Or wherever you play us. Wherever you watch or listen. Wherever the fuck you are. We Fact. here. We Fact. ain't going nowhere. Fact. We got a lot of shit going on, though. But A whole uh, lot. I, I think, you know, we got to start this episode by, like, saying why it was pre- why we're pre-recording today. Uh, I think just life, yo, is in the way, so yeah. niggas got to figure out. You know how to how to make this still go on, you know what I'm saying? While um, while trying you know, to keep the brand going, so it's it's, it's just you know it's a, it's a work in progress. We've, we've been going through the motions as of late. You know, the yeah. last few months were rocky for me, and then you know Mikey started getting his little upgrade at work. Yeah, you know, so you know, so I said we life. To, we had to make that decision to pre-record. Yeah, just for the time being, it won't be. I don't anticipate it being a long thing. Um, within the next few weeks, I had decided I'm probably going to see if I can get Tuesdays off again. Um, and hopefully they'll give me that. Hopefully they'll give me that. We're praying. We're doing countdown to Tuesdays. Yeah, because no, I know for sure they're not giving me Wednesdays off. And they're not giving me Saturdays off because they need me those two days. Are those so like if your I get, no, those are the days that I, they don't have a specialist there, and I'm actually the specialist. So every other day of the week, there's usually two of us. 
during those days there's only one it's just me so that's, and then uh, that's not a happy mikey that's a cranky mikey no you know what you know so it's i've been on i've done this position now for what three weeks i would say and i think the hardest part about it is i'm still working technically in my other department still so I, even though i got moved i still i'm still technically over there i still i'm over there at least fuck hello yeah my fault at least half the day my headphones they keep they keep turning off um but yeah so like half of the day i'm i'm in paint and the other half i'm in newark so that's been the hardest part about it so far it's just i've been really like working right now like my body is kind of hurt like my knee is bad um i got a bad call from all the dust but it's you know it's just work occupational hazard um but like I said, we here. We, I'm gonna try to make this uh, work. We're both gonna try to make this work. While also, which is one of the reasons why I got the little podcast bundle that I got, because I said if I'm gonna, if I'm not able to fulfill the commitment of Tuesday, then at least when we record, it could sound like something instead of me Yo, talking through a phone and too, shit like that. I respect that because there's a lot of people. We've seen a lot of people who record and just record off their phones. Yeah. Don't take the time, you know, and then the other person has got to do all the fucking audio editing. Got to right. deal with the bullshit. And in this case, it's gonna be the other day because the other day has been helping me out. Nice. I've been trying to get. I appreciate. It. As soon as I get a laptop back, I'm gonna be back on the editing. But um. Yeah, but shout out to the other day. That's yeah, shout out to the other day. In fact, he been holding it down DJ wise for us. Uh just behind the scenes, everything, especially with his own podcast, everything he got going on. So, you know, we really appreciate the other day. No, we really do. Like, he gets done a lot, though. So if you need to book him, contact him. Yo, listen, he does everything. He's EDM, but, yo, he does everything. So that's that's a a dude that you should book. Support your DJs. It's a fact. It's a fact. That is a total fact. But yeah, so the, even with that, like I, I got this podcast bundle so that I could also try to do my podcast again. And I think that one of the biggest things was I didn't mind recording my podcast over the phone. I just didn't like how it sounded coming through the phone. So I was like, that, that always discouraged me. But seeing that this sounds pretty okay and it, it it works well, and I got sound effects and shit, you know, it's it's that'll make it more fun and more lively. I think this month I'm gonna do a men's uh, mental health month. One thoughts well, of a regular man bringing it back. It is men's mental health month. So. It is. So I think that would be a great way to segue back into it. So um, I've been doing a little research on that. Going to talk mostly about my experience. Hopefully if I get a little time, I, I should have some time. I'll be able to, uh, I'll be able to record that, start a little series for the month. And just get into that. Is it going to be thoughts of a regular man? Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's that's the plan to bring that back, starting there. Uh, and hopefully I can give you that weekly again, depending on how everything goes. I just, fortunately for my job, they, they give us a schedule three weeks out. So I can kind of plan around and see um, when my free time is. So I'll be able to, all right, you'll have to do this, record here, record there. Time management. I just been at work all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that. If I'm uh, not at work, I'm with Janelle. So it's like, it is what it is. <laughs> it's life. Yeah, it's just been a lot, right? Because you first, like these kids are seeing so much, right, at work. They don't want to do half of the shit that we're doing in the after school as it is because it's a summer they want to go out. But then half of them don't want to go to school because they see what's going on in Ilova and with what happened in Buffalo. And they right. just, like, it's so, I feel like the months of May and June is just dragging, essentially. Well, I know for one, May dragged. Like, May was a long month. But, but May usually is a long month. Um, and June 
I mean, look, to be honest with you, already almost halfway through June. So, I'm going to tell you, fine. I don't even remember most of the week because I've kind of with Liddy. Yeah, fact. Fact. My brother called me at, at while I was at the Shillelagh with Ramon in live. Yeah. And he saw live was my boyfriend and not Ramon. So, I had to tell <laughs> my brother. First of all, I was so drunk. I was just like, no. <laughs> That's a fact. You had a good time at how did the party go out of the the event go? Well, um apparently my boyfriend tried to be Michael Bostick for a little bit. Yeah. He he was live's hype man because live got thrown into performing by CP. Yeah. And then the bartender just kept giving me beer after beer after beer. That's what's up. I was there till three. So yeah. And at eleven. Yeah, cause you called me at like eleven. You Facetime me at like it was like ten forty-five. Yeah, because everyone, the artists didn't come until goddamn near ten o'clock. None of none of the artists came. Like the art, two of the artists came, um, and then Sky came. Live came. Coney got there before the artists, but it, and then on top of that, Vicky was looking for parking for like a hot second yeah yeah parking is trash over there by Shalili, for real you know and it was just like it, i mean the event is not without its ups and downs right no of course you know it did open my eyes as to who supports who doesn't but yeah. it was like we say right like the people that are gonna fuck with you were gonna be there absolutely you know but absolutely. we did have a good time michi definitely did her thing for music and motivation. Um, she's the one I had the interview with as well on Friday. Right, I saw um, that. It, it went really well, you know. It, mind you, she has an hour show, so she was trying her best to get, like, everything. And yeah. I'm just like, yo, I'm so sorry. Like, when you realize how long your resume is. Right. You can't get, always get into everything. It's true. It's very true. That's what sometimes you get... When you when you're looking at resumes and things like that, it's very important to like pick and choose like important things to talk about, as opposed to trying to like fit everything. You know what I'm saying? You no, know, and of course, but like she found stuff out. Like I I appreciate the people that actually do like research. Right, right. No, that's definitely appreciated. You know, shout like out she... shout out to everybody that does research. Yeah. Shout out to all of them. Shout out to everybody. That you do their job the correct way. Dave did the same thing too when he interviewed me. Like, yeah, he looked at my bio, but he found the article that backed shit up. Right. You know, he's asking me about the nightclubs and who I worked with and what I did. And, you know, he went more deep into like artist management too and stuff like that. Correct. Where, like, talking about the industry and what the, what's needed. Because everything is ass backwards nowadays. You think so? A little bit. What 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 do you think is the most thing that's like ass backwards? In your opinion, as a manager, as how a PR, we, how are we spending mad money right in the studio, but we still can't spend money to take a photo shoot? Um, you know. You know what I think that comes from? I think that more or less comes from people not understanding the importance of having um, certain things on their resume, like photo shoots and things like that, headshots, things like. If you don't have the proper guidance, you're not going to understand what that what that means or what that how that enhances you as a brand. Um, yeah. So it's like when you deal like a lot of times, and I and with you especially when you deal with certain clients, most of them have been especially when you're dealing with like artists, most of them have been in the game for a certain amount of years. So a lot yeah. of them already have been through that stage where it was, oh, I don't need a photo shoot right now, blah blah blah. But when you when you get to a certain point. You realize, like, yo, I these pictures, they're eight months old. I don't got dreads no more. I got short hair now, so I got to get a new photo shoot. You know what I'm saying? Or or 
I didn't I didn't lost weight. It's six months. I don't lost weight. It's time for another photo shoot. You know what I'm saying? Like most people don't look at it like that. They'll they. A lot of people wait for certain people to tell them how to do shit. Like people wait for their manager to say, "Yo, yo, it's been a year. You need to we need to set you over the photo shoot or su- such and such." But a lot of artists don't just take the initiative to say, "Yo, I need a photo shoot," or "I need." Uh, I don't know. I need to go to vocal lessons or I need to uh, pop up at this spot. Whatever the case is, like they wait for people to tell them like, yo, this is what you need to do. And then they'll do it. So it's just fuck. It's just a matter of just um, having the right people around you on your team to let you know what you got to do and learn from that. Before we go any further, I do want to shout out our vendors from the party the other day. Uh-huh. Art skills. If you are looking for artwork for your studios, everything, please follow him at Contro underscore art underscore skills. He's on Instagram and he has his own website. So please follow him. Show him love. Tell him that the Raw Zone sent you. So, Mikey, before we go into our wrestling topic, you want to get into one video? Yeah, sure. Throw a video on. So we. Yo, I've been in a summer vibe lately, though, bro. Oh, Michael the classic. Uh, uh. I knew you'd come back to us. Nah, I was trying to see if I can get another pair of headphones. Them shits wasn't working. So Mike, I've been in a summer mood, B. Summer? Yeah, that, that song has me thinking about the summer. Yeah, it's, it's a summer song. All you need is to drive like a drop-top car and just breathe by with that song on. Right, right. You want to hear something interesting, though, about the two artists? Okay. Well, you met Mike Edwards at the anniversary show, right? And I told you he yeah. went to Iona with me. Right, right, right. So Peso Maximilian, a.k.a. Charlie, also went to Iona as well. And they were both best friends with my roommate. Oh, wow. Small fucking yeah. world. So when they he started doing music, you know, I brought him on Toronto and supported him. And then I just heard this one. I was like, oh, I didn't know Charlie raps like that. Mikey, bring your volume up a little. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. Okay, cool. Yeah, I kind of got to be up close on the mic. All right, Mikey. Are you ready to play the game of is it a work or is it not? Absolutely. So the wrestling industry has been on fire as of late. And only because we've been on a hiatus, we don't care if we're a little behind. But let's play the game. Is it a work or not? With your uh-huh. contestant, the heel classic, the one, the only, <laughs> Michael Boston. <laughs> your first one, MJF. Is it a work or is it not? It's definitely a work. Explain your reasoning. This is literally. Um, Summer of Punk, and they're just doing it with MJF. They gave him it's a work shoot, they gave him free reign to talk his shit and air out his grievances the same way Vince let Punk do it in 2015. So me- he's gonna be off TV for a little bit and he'll make his triumphant return. At the next pay-per-view, 
or something like that. Who knows? He's off of the website and shit like that. But that's all part of the game. When he came back on 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 uh, Dynamite mm-hmm. after taking ten power bombs, I knew it was a work. I knew it was work. He wasn't in a wheelchair. He didn't have a neck brace. Nothing. He basically no sold Wardlow's shit, like Wardlow's pussy. So, I, I, as much as I love MJF, and he's probably the high point for me in AEW, I thought that was bullshit. So, but that's when I knew it was a work. That's when I knew it was a work. So if you don't come out with a neck brace or some shit, this shit is a work. Absolutely. So according to the sportster.com, AEW has since pulled off MJF's merchandise from their online shop and he is no longer listed on the company roster. Furthermore, they've also removed him from television intros. For people that don't know what's going on or you've been under a rock like we have for a couple of weeks, this man, MJF, but the, what could be this generation's very good best promo. It, it's without a doubt the best promo seen on AEW thus far and probably the best promo since uh, CM Punk's pipe bomb all those years ago. You know, it, it's very evident that he does have grievances with CEO of AEW, CEO and president of AEW, Tony Khan, um, over his contract. But the way that he, let me take him off, the way that he really just came at it, if I was an ex-WWE star, would I get more attention? You got to look at it like this. If you look at Tony Khan's top 10 paid people, eight of them are WWE guys, ex-WWE guys. And none of them were there from the beginning, besides Jericho. I think Jericho and maybe one other were there from from inception. Well, wasn't Moxley there for a while, like a little bit after? Well, Moxley came. Moxley was still on WWE when AEW started. But he he, you could technically say he was in there from the beginning, but. I think he didn't really come until almost, it was almost a year old, to be honest with you. Um, really? So I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't see. It seems like he's been. Well, I hear you. It, it seems like he was there forever. It's, he's been there forever, but he really hasn't. He really wow. hasn't. I know. It's wild. It's wild shit. And it's crazy now, especially with his, the way he came back. And I mind you, I'm still so proud of it because I'm such a Moxley fan. Like, I was a Dean Ambrose fan, too. But, like, Moxley is, like, what Ambrose is supposed to be. I, I'll be honest with you. I didn't like either one of them. I know you don't. I like, Dean, I like Dean Ambrose when he was the leader of the Shield in the beginning of the Shield. Mm. I was like, oh, this nigga can talk. Like, he, he has it. Like, He's everything. And what really made me not like him, and really, it's really not his fault, but his booking. He's the longest reigning United States champion ever. And you can probably count on both hands how many times he defended it. And like I said, that's not his fault. But like, Seth Rollins definitely should have been the leader. Of the shield, definitely 100% should have been the leader of the shield. But Dean Ambrose had to look, Dean Ambrose had to look. You know, Roman was the muscle, and what's the name was the brain. So that's how that worked out. But Dean, he was good up until he won that U.S. championship, and then it was, it was like he was a wash. I hate how they do those mid card titles, man. It like switches. They made Gunther 
the champion. They 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 violate on your man Ricochet. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that though. I'm okay with that. I'm not. I'll tell you why I'm okay with that. Because Ricochet doesn't have like like he doesn't have personality. Like he does, but like he's like your generic. Let me think of a guy. Uh, like Jason Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Like he's on that level where it's oh, like. Oh God, Jason Jordan was trash on the mic, though. No, but not. I'm not saying mic wise, but I'm saying like card, like on the card wise, when you where you see him at, like that's where he's at. And and what's funny is that he was the number. He was supposed to be the number two babyface on SmackDown. Like that's really, but when I saw they they put him on, put Gunther on him, I was like, oh, okay, I see what they're doing. So, you I know what? I'm okay with it. They didn't they didn't book it right. They didn't book him right. Um, they didn't book his title run right. Um, so you know it is what it is. Shinsuke had it for how long, and he he never defended it. It was never on pay per view. None of that shit. Um, they but. I say all that to say the Intercontinental title is now what the U.S. title was when Dean Ambrose had it. It was, like, just on you. I think, I forget who was the IC champion back then. But it was definitely getting defended. It was definitely getting defended. I'd like to see somebody like, uh, 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 what's your boy name? Uh, Xavier Woods have it. I'd like to see him hold it. He's not doing He's not doing nothing right now. He's, you know, they're doing the tag team thing, New Day. But, I mean, they're really not, like, they yo, that's, they're, they're, the they're, they're like, top, yo, they were the top tag team two years ago, bro. Like, yo, look at them now. Look at them. Look, what are, what are they doing? Look at them, bro. Like, like when you think about it, two, three years ago, it was them and the Uso. Look at them niggas now. Like, it's wild to see the, like, like, when they took when they took Big E out to make him a single star, it, it, it the new day was trapped. They should have all of all of them should have just went solo for a while. All of them, all of them should have went solo. Or Xavier and and Kofi should have went for tag team go earlier when that happened. Like that that should have been their focus. They were still on the gimmicks and and shit like that. Like the focus. But them should have been, yo, put them in the tag division because they'll make it. You know, it's the new day. Now niggas is, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck Kofi's doing no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's weird. Right now because of what happened with Big E. And, and, and they didn't believe in Big E enough that they gave him, they gave, they gave him, they gave him a year, a year long, like, build to the title. And and after six months, yo, he's back in a new day. That was wild. That's wild. That's wild booking. It's crazy. But I mean, WWE is going through some major changes as it is with Hunter being out of the picture now. Stephanie is now out well, of I the think, picture. I think Hunter's back in the picture, to be honest with you. From I, I remember hearing that he's back. Like he's back and he's like running <laughs> NXT. Yeah, I heard he's back, like, doing NXT again. And yeah. I heard that was the trade-off. I heard the trade-off was Stephanie was leaving and, and Trips was coming back. I I want to know what's going on. I want to know what happened with that. Like, it was so abrupt, yo. Like, Stephanie just bouncing, yo. Like, yo, that and, was wild. And, the chief brand, and she's the one in charge of all of the brand. Wasn't she the chief branding officer? I don't know what her role was, but I know she's. They said that she was still doing certain things, but that main, those main roles, she wasn't doing. Like she wasn't fucking with it. Doing to be at home with the kid, like, which I can respect if that's really what it was. But I just feel like. That's but here's the thing, though: you have both McMahon's gone. I think Shane is. I think Shane's still here. I think Shane's still here. You think Shane? Because Shane, 
is never was is never really one to be out on TV anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not him. Like he's not one to be like, yo, I'm on the forefront. If they need him to be, like he'll be. But like, I heard he produced some mania matches, so I think he's there. Like I don't think he's not there. And either way, Vince Vince not Vince running that show anyway. Vince still running that show. Anyway. Speaking of running the show, let's go to our next topic of work or not. Fact. Fact. Paige, the former Divas champion, leaving WWE when contract expired. Is it a work or not? That's not a work. Indeed, it's not. The, the goddess herself, Soraya Bevis, a.k.a. Paige. Announced on Friday that she is leaving WWE when her contract expires on July 7th. According, according to her Twitter, July 7th would be the last day with WWE. I'm so thankful and appreciative, and I appreciate the opportunity that the company has given to me. I will always be appreciative of the company that took in an 18-year-old British pale emo girl that didn't look like your average diva, giving me the chance of a lifetime and making me feel like a superstar. I know after my neck injury taking me out of in-ring status, it was pretty hard to keep me around for as long as you did, and for that, I'm grateful. I'm thankful too. Thank you, WWE Universe. You are the most passionate group of fans I've ever, I've ever seen. And she she thanked her fans for her time and noted that she'll be going by her real name. Soraya moving forward. The 29-year-old has not wrestled since December 2017 because of a neck injury that forced her into retirement by Sasha Banks, mind you, from in-ring competition. But she vowed again Friday to wrestle again in the future, writing that the day will most certainly come again. Did we drop one of the other day's bombs for for, uh, 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 Paige? Drop it. Look at that beautiful body. Keep doing it. Oh my god. Shout out to Shout out to that. that Shout one. out to Paige. Came from NXT on her first date. And won the Divas Championship. She says fuck being a diva. She's her own champion. Yo, that's still, uh, yo, it was still a hard pill to swallow after Sasha Banks did that neck breaker and actually broke her neck. Yeah. And and it's crazy because she said she doesn't blame her for that. She does not blame her for that. She doesn't, but all her fans are. I'm blaming her. Uh, it, yo, it's, yo, that's just one of those things that happens, yo. Like, that's part of the game. That's part of the game. They go out there and they risk their bodies and they live. That's why you be in these wrestling groups on Facebook and shit and they be just talking bad and wishing like yo these dudes go on tv these women and these men go on tv weekly fuck i hear you keep going no it, it definitely cuts off but um it definitely uh uh yeah they be over here wishing bad on these wrestlers and i'm like yo they come out every week y'all every week Every single week, and it's not like heel heat, like we like back in the day. It's not Sasha. even yo. It's not even like back in the day when you hated a wrestler because they were a bad guy. No, they hate these wrestlers now because they don't like the way they look, or they don't like the reaction that they get, or they're getting cheered because they fake their heels. But now, I like like it's just dumb shit, and I'm just like yo, these people put their bodies on the line for us, for our entertainment. And so, why are we disrespecting the art of wrestling? Like, why is there such disrespect for that when it comes to that? I mean, it's just a bunch, just like any other sport, when their favorite person is injured, they're gonna get mad. It's part of the game. It's part of being a fan. I don't know any sport like wrestling where fans get mad. Because oh, no, you never seen the soccer game in Greece. They burned down stadiums. What you mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, soccer, that, we're t- that's talking international. I'm talking baseball. You don't see that. When somebody gets injured, they Hockey. get injured. They fuck each other up. 
Yeah, but they come out. They, they go. They go sit in the in the penalty box and come right back out and play. Like, the fans fuck each other up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's that's part of that's part of that's that's part of the fucking game. Like that's what they do. They give them niggas. Like, do you ever watch hockey? When have you ever seen a ref break it up? They give them niggas like 15, 20 seconds to go. <laughs> like that ass. Like nobody breaks that shit up. They give them time to go, bro. Like, sprawl it out. So, nah. This wrestling, like, fans will get mad that somebody got... And, like, yo, listen. Yo, you take a risk every day. If you go out and you step wrong, you're going to fall. You're going to get mad that you hurt yourself? Like, nah, bro. What are you... you, Why are you wasting your energy on getting mad that somebody got injured? If it was... Even especially when it's not done on purpose. I can understand if it was done on purpose... They used to do that to Naya all the time. Naya's a bad worker. She's hurting people. She's, but she's not doing it on purpose. She's just strong women. She doesn't know her own strength sometimes. Like, I, I like, and not defending that she's out here hurting people, but God damn, like, people was legit, like, hating her. I'm like, yo, why can't, how can you hate? Why? Why are we wasting that type of energy on her? It's wild. But I hope to see uh, 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 Soraya uh, uh, do her thing wherever she goes. She'll be an asset wherever she goes. Did you see the the movie Fighting with My Family? Yeah. I did. I, it was a perfect representation of everything she talked about. It was a very good movie. It was a very, very good movie. I wish WWE did more movies like that. How do you feel about Young Rock? I haven't really gotten into it, to be honest with you. I've only I watched, like, it. the first three episodes. I haven't really watched it after that. It really... It threw me off... Uh, I think, like, story-wise, it's so embellished, almost, that it's just like... Yo, if you're gonna tell your story, bro, then tell your story, but... I guess with the comedy elements of it and shit like that, I guess it is what it is. And I'm sure... A lot of that is is true. So, who knows, bro? I just I, I nobody's gotten has showed me that it's that good of a show that I need to watch. I I, I found it when Baby Joe said acknowledge me. It was hilarious. Oh, that was funny, <laughs> and and I guarantee you that made people go watch. Like that tuned people in. Because, you know, there's a lot of people that don't know that him and The Rock are related. But they don't know that him and... There's people that still don't know that the Usos and him are related and they think it's a work. No matter what you tell them, right? There's That's people that don't know work. that they're related to Nia Jax. But I think the Nia Jax relation is, like, in blood, like, like Samoan, like, only. Like, because I think her... Her dad is like Canadian. Her mom is white, and her dad is like Samoan from like Canada or some shit. So I don't know, but it's just it's weird. But I know she's like second cousin, so it's like a second cousin. She's something. Yeah. So now, Mike, are you ready for our last work or not? Absolutely. Our last work or not is it's Cody. Cody. Shout out to Cody. <laughs> Welcome home, my nigga. Welcome home, my nigga. Welcome home. Shout out to my nigga Cody. We're gonna drop we gonna drop one of the other days. Bombs for Cody. He did too with that Cody Rose movie. That was until early 2003. So yes. And no. No, it's it's not a work. But I think he'll be back before then. I feel like there's going to be some way they're going to fit him in the money in the bank. Pay-per-view. Don't ask me how. Don't ask me why. But both me and Janelle feel like he's going to be at money in the bank. It was his promo was wild unnecessary 
the way he talked about money. And it was like wild unnecessary the way he talked about it. Like, bro, we know you're injured. We already got in our heads that you're not going to be here for a while. Don't play with us like that. You know what I'm saying? And like, even with him just coming out and saying, if they like, like throwing a scenario, if there's some way I could get up that ladder and climb up and get that briefcase, and then he could grab that briefcase and rest, my nigga. He already took, did it with a tour. This shit was torn off already. He it was in a match. This his tendon, his tendon was torn off the bone. He did that and wrestled for 25 minutes almost. You don't think they can do that for money in the bank and keep him safe? I he, think they could do that. And then him be off TV until he, Rumble. And what? Then he's going to cash in then? Cash in at the Rumble. Why not? He's not going to win the. If, if it'll be either that or he comes back in time to win the Rumble. But I don't want them to win. I don't want him to win the Rumble. I don't, that's not what I want. I don't want him to win. The Rumble. I, want, I want somebody else to get that. If he wants to win the Rumble, he can win the Rumble next year. If he, if, if he goes through this and gets to the top and doesn't win, he can win the Rumble next year. But I feel like money in the bank, and then he holds that briefcase, and then nobody knows when he's going to cash in because he's gone off TV, and he's holding the briefcase. And then he just pops up. He might pop up before Rumble. He might pop up after Rumble. He might pop up after Rumble. Who knows? But with him holding that briefcase, yo, every week, niggas got to tune in. Yo, Cody might come cash in. Who knows how he's going to do it? It's the same way they did his return. Right. And he doesn't. And the thing is, with the cash in, he doesn't have to wrestle. So he doesn't have his... His shit doesn't have to be at 100% to cash it in. You feel what I'm saying? Because he, they can set it up where somebody's knocked, the champion's knocked out, and he cashes in. He yeah. just goes in and pins. You see what I'm saying? There's so many scenarios Look, for that. The power of the wrestling fan where you can make ultimate conspiracy theories. Yo, listen, I, I, I hate doing it because I'll throw it to Janelle, and Janelle will be like, nah, that ain't right. And then two weeks later, she trying to throw out it, throw it out. And I'm just like, I told you this two weeks ago. Like, I hate, I hate it. I hate it. But it's like, yo, with Cody, even him coming here to WWE and then him getting injured at the time, it's it's just, it's such good timing at such an odd time. But it's so good, though. It's such a good story, especially with everything going on at AEW. Like, him being the WWE gives AEW shit. Like, like that gives them shit to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's so good. It's, it him coming back home was great for wrestling. I don't care what nobody says. And all the and and AEW niggas hate him, hate Cody, hate him. They call him a coward. He's a punk. He's this. He's that. Yo, that man did not fit in in AEW. He did not feel stuck out like a sore thumb. He tried to make it work. He tried to make it happen. Niggas booed him. Niggas booed him bad. But he didn't want to be a fucking. He didn't want to be an indie darling, bro. He didn't. He, he just. He is not that he hated it there, but he has nothing in common with them. Niggas. Think of think about where Cody got trained at. Think about who his dad is. He's in the WWE system from a child. From a child. So that's oh he knows nothing about the Indies. For him to leave WWE, go to the Indies, build himself up to say, yo, I want to help start a company. Starts his own company with nothing but guys he has nothing in common with. And the fans are booing him and the fans will tell you, oh, we booed him because we wanted him to be a, a heel. We wanted him to turn heel. He's never doing that. They had to get over that. Once he said he wasn't turning heel, I got over him turning heel. I had to get used to him being a face. Now, they booed him weekly. That nigga would come out. He would bleed like a stuffed pig daily, weekly for these niggas, and they would boo him. 
he says, yo, I'm letting my contract sign out. They cheered. They cheered. And then he, a month later, he signs with WWE, and now he's a coward. After they dogged him, we, yo, them people, they, yo, that's why AEW, I could never get into AEW the way them, them fans get into it. That's just like a cult, bro. It's like a cult. I mean, WWE had their own cults, too. Yeah, but WWE's been around 35 years. You see what I'm saying? There's a... And not saying that AEW doesn't have a history, because they do. They're three years of of wrestling and putting on the pay-per-views. It's it's been great for the, 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 the sport. But, yo, WWE, they... Niggas can never match. They'll never be able to match that. So when when we have a cult uh, or what seems like cult-like behavior, it's decades worth of cult-like behavior. These niggas ain't had, a, ain't had enough to get off their mama's titty yet at AEW. You see what I'm saying? They're still infant. It's still in its infancy. So, yes, I feel like wrestling-wise, AEW has a superior product. But everything else is trash. I need storylines. I need gimmicks. I need fun. I don't want to see everybody in a faction. I don't want to see another boring champion like they had with Adam Page. I don't, like, I see that with Drew every week on WWE. That's exactly who he reminded me of as champion. He reminded me of Drew fucking McIntyre. Just boring. All the talent in the fucking world, bro. Boring as fuck. And niggas will say to you, oh, you don't like, nobody likes good guys anymore. Nobody, that that's, Wilkins will say that. Y'all don't like good guys no more. No. If the character is not relatable, if the character does not have what it takes to be a face, then why would you, why would you make him a face? Drew's best work is when he came back from, from being on TNA and working the Indies, and was a heel with Dolph Ziggler. Oh yeah, the psychopath. His best work, yo. Who who's telling me different? But y'all made him a face, and now he's boring. He's boring. He would be him and Sheamus would be so good if he was a heel. I'm tired of seeing him and Sheamus. I'm tired of that shit because it's been the same shit for three years. That's what Adam Page is. Now they're starting to turn the heel, heel thing on, but it's too late. He's not champion no more. So why I got to invest in him? Y'all built him up for three years for him to have the championship for three months, and now it's over. It felt like three weeks. It's trash, bro. They're booking. AEW's booking is trash. AEW storylines is trash. Besides, the biggest thing they had going on, it was anything Eddie Kingston is involved in, anything Dan House is involved in, Anything Hook is involved in, and I'm there. Everything else is fucking is 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 mid. It's mid to me. It's, it's mid, bro. Like this, like it's hit or miss. It's hit or miss. I'll I'll be getting into AEW, and then you'll have a nigga called the Murder Hawk Monster, bro. Like, come on, Lance Archer, what are you doing? The Murder Hawk Monster. Like, like. I'm I'm supposed to tune into that. Like that's what I have to tune into. The murder hawk fucking monster. That's what I want to see. For him for him to lose. <laughs> like like for him to lose. That they built they build these guys up with these crazy names, these crazy stats, and then they lose, bro. Like I that's just, I can't. AEW, I can't, bro. I can't. I can't. The way they've built Hook, the way they've built him and Danhausen. The way Eddie Kingston gets on that mic, and and I know why I like Eddie. I like Eddie Kingston for personal. Eddie Kingston, I like Eddie Kingston because as a wrestler, that's who that's who I would be if I was a wrestler. Yeah, that's the type of like that that realist, like that realism of it, like that street dude, like come up or whatever. Even if that's not him in real life, even though I think that is him in real life, but even if no, that, I respect that. But Eddie Kingston says those promos that he cuts are his real life experience. Well, no, that's what I'm saying, and and that's why I respect. I like I respect the nigga that'll come out 
he comes out on his promo and his Tim's and say he's relatable. Like I relate to that. That's why I fuck with him. Win, lose, win, lose a draw. You know what I'm saying? Wait, can I ask you a question? Does Eddie Kingston make your teams go year? Absolutely. 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 When you come out with them Tims and that and that fitted to the side, like the old heads, I'm there. 100 percent 100 percent So Mikey, uh-huh. to close out our wrestling segment. Uh-huh. We we got an announcement, right? Okay. Okay, announcement time. Tell where we're gonna be next week. We will be at Podcast Row for Black WrestleFest next Saturday. <laughs> Y'all gotta come through and just hang out. We're gonna talk wrestling. Uh, there's gonna be a whole bunch of dope other podcasts um, from all over. Of course, you know, our family, the Jabba Tears podcast will be there. Uh, Dirty Heels podcast will be there. Uh, Stephanie Hardy uh, for the Hardy Wrestling podcast, all the way from Alabama, will be there. Uh, Kiki of the Dazzly Duo podcast will be there. She has uh, a um, her new show, uh, AEK. It's a um, all elite uh, Kiki or all elite Keats. She does like a, a AEW breakdown weekly of Dynamite. Um, I don't know if she does Rampage too, but that just started. So shout out to her because that's a big thing. She'll be in the building all the way from uh, Texas uh oak cliff so that's that's dope so we'll have some people in it it's just yo come and hang out and network with us and everybody else there um we'll be we'll be doing Razon on location we're doing Razon on location so we'll be having some questions trying to talk to people you know what i'm saying um it'll be a good thing and uh just come by i think the whole weekend i think the next weekend is a uh, a battle club i mean not the next weekend the next day that sunday is a battle club show so i'll come through for that um you know, I try to be there then too. So that's Father's Day, so I don't know. I might be chilling. But we'll see. But definitely Podcast Road, that's that Saturday. We'll probably be there at 9, 10 o'clock. So we'll be there early. Come come chill at our table. We'll have some shirts if y'all need some. We have some magnets. magnets. We got magnets. And come politics. We got a whole bunch of other stuff. I'll probably have some EDC uh, cards. So if y'all want to get some beats and stuff, y'all can come do that if y'all into the music. Um, and, and, and come just politic, come chill, see what everything is about. You know, it's not all about uh, 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 competing. It's, it's about camaraderie. And we back. Yes, we are back. You're, you're, you're. Yeah. So without further ado, before I make the announcement for the give back, there's like a million people that had like birthdays the same week as the, within the last two weeks, right? Shout out to the mini classic over there. Yeah, he over here chilling. Say hi, Mike. Hi. Hi, Mikey. See, that's my little man over there. I haven't seen him since he was like five because the pandemic kind of screwed us. He got a phone, so he got a new like phone. A real, so, Like a real phone? Yeah. Like with a number? Yeah, I got to get, I'm going to put some service. Now nah, I'm going to put the service on it, but he has my old phone, my uh 11, but it was only like like nine months old, yo. Like I really didn't use it like that. I had wow. just got a, I just got that one. So when I trade when I got this phone, they never got that other phone back. And I'm like, yo, they not asking for it back. So I was like, yo, he can have it. So Mikey, you got your bombs ready? Bombs. Yes. All right. All right. So we are one. Love our friends so much and so deeply, right? We want to wish the following a motherfucking happy birthday. Let's go. Starting off on May 31st, we need to wish the King of New York himself, Mr. Coney Brooks, a very happy and blessed That's my nigga Tony. On June 7th, we have Miss Candy Solid Circle from New Jersey. She runs with the new movement with DJ Drewski. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. We need to win the man. Funkful soul voice. A very happy and blessed birthday. I need a voice. 
Amen. Johnny Floss had a birthday. Damn, Floss had a birthday too. Shout out to Floss. Yo, shout out to Johnny Floss. One of the most consistent right. niggas I know. I'm also tell you, my my little's little is Floss's cousin, and her birthday is in two days from now. So happy birthday, Lachelle. Happy birthday, Lachelle. That's what I'm talking about. I got like oh, yeah, two damn more. Geminis. I got two more. I promise. Okay. From DTF Radio, we have Shara who celebrated her birthday. Let's go. Shara, shout out Shara. I'm so sorry. Three more. To Allie, happy motherfucking birthday. Allie, happy birthday. To my great Gambit Sunburn, happy birthday. Happy birthday. And of course, to Rajon and Ivy Productions own the one, the only comedian on our team. Vicky Valencourt, who had a birthday Vicky. on June 12th, which was on Sunday. Birthday, I told you, that's a lot of Gemini shit over there. Too much. Too much. <laughs> Most fucking Gemini shit. <laughs> Shout out to the oh, Geminis. No. We cannot forget this one. Who we Happy forgot? birthday to the dirtiest heel of all. Oh, Big, Big Brother, Brother Bo. Shout out to Bo. He's one half of the motherfucking dirty heels who just celebrated a birthday. Pretty litty from what we saw with all the henny. That's a fact. All that henny. It ain't give me none. Man. So, um, we have our annual give back this year. Uh-huh. We're celebrating August 13th, 2022. It's been five years. Um, so we are going even harder, Ayo, for the cause. Um, we're instead of going for this year, I hate you. We're going for a $10,000 goal for sarcoma research. Um, and hosting that event is Miss Vicky Valencourt. So. Music by CP the DJ. CP. And now our fucking kick ass lineup. We got Akil Ali. Coming from North Carolina, Elijah Rosario. Of course. The other half of the Give Back Rock UNT themselves, Mr. Titan of Rap. The beautiful Afro Soul Queen herself, Miss Igakoma. That's my girl. Low power place charge eight. What the fuck was that? That's just a low power. My headphones about to die. We have SP the artist. Jay Gar. My God, Jay Gar. And of course, handling the media and videos, we have Big Veg. Big Veg. What up? Those don't talk. And photos by Muffin Man Pictures. Muffin Man. I said we pretty, we got a pretty dope lineup. Right. Shout out to anybody, everybody that's coming through. I love that. I love it's that. gonna be such a nice blend. Facts. Facts. Mikey, just make sure you take off August 13th and we'll be at the Shalili Tavern. August 13th. October okay. uh, August 13th. Wow, about to say October. Hell no. August you know? 13th. Okay. I'll I'll look on my thing when I when we get off here. So, Mikey, our, to wrap up the night, tell us about Roddy Rich. Yeah, I don't even, I, yo, I don't understand this for the life of me. And I don't, I, look, Rob, Roddy Rich got arrested on gun charges in New York City. So, here's. Didn't we just sign what the I, gun form? Yo, it's not even that. I can't hear you. I said it's not even that. 
Anybody who's anybody knows that New York State is the worst place to get caught with a gun and the worst state to try to come in with a gun crossing state lines. I don't understand why these rappers keep getting caught up like that, thinking that they're going to be exempt from that shit. That shit is just, it's dumb. It's stupid, bro. It's like the worst thing. People get more time for guns in New York than they do for getting a body. You might as well kill somebody with that gun. You would have got less time. What you would get for having a gun. It's wild. I don't. I. I just truly do not understand why people get, are getting caught in New York with guns. Nobody's telling y'all niggas nothing. No it's, power police charge it. They. They probably not psychic. It's wild. Cause they dumb. Clearly. Just. I don't understand. Yo, that's and that's low key. When I was locked up. That was one of the things we talked about all the time. Like how crazy it was to get a pistol and, and why. At this point, it's just ignorance. Bro, it's just, I don't, like, especially these young dudes. Like, didn't, ain't that what Wayne went, went in for? Did he get caught with a gun? Probably. I think that's what he went in for. for, for he went in on some gun shit. Like, yo, I don't, I just, like, it's just so stupid, bro. It's because these people don't care about their careers enough. To me. They're like, like, y'all don't have to do that shit no more. Y'all don't have to. I don't understand why people feel like that's how they get. Hire niggas for that. You gotta hire niggas for that, bro. There's no, you should, no reason why you should have any type of gun on you. Or in your person. And you should have a nigga that's gonna say, yo, if we got a gun in here, you got to take the gun if we're going to get in trouble. If niggas is not on that type of time, then you're not either paying them well enough or the niggas don't need to be on your team, bro. You are the star. You're no, the money maker. Please charge it. You just love pressing these buttons, don't you? It, yo, it's not me. That's the, um, that's this, you know what I think? I think my board might need charging. I think that's my board. I don't think that's the, um, Headphones. I think the board needs to charge. Maybe. I don't know. It might be the headphones. Who cares? But yeah, I just like, like, yo, niggas, you got to have somebody that's going to take that charge. If you're going to have it. You're the star. You're the money maker. When you go, there's no more money, bro. The pipeline's done. It's oh, like, I don't, I don't get why niggas don't understand that. Concept. Yo. They really do, bro. It's trash. It like really upset me when I saw that shit. If it would have been any other state, I probably wouldn't have been mad about it. But he got caught in New York, bro. What are you doing? You're, you're most certainly going to jail unless somebody takes that gun, bro. Like most certainly going to prison. Like I don't know what you think this is, bro. It's wild. I don't know, Katie. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, they all get a big A, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Yeah. Hey, yo. Yo, Mikey, this episode's been real, though. Yo, it's been dope. It's been dope. I'm fucking with this shit. Chilling, talking with you. It's been dope. If you guys enjoyed this episode of Rosalind, leave your comments below. But fact. you could definitely follow the Hill Classic at underscore Hill Classic everywhere. I've even changed that on my Fortnite. So if you want to get thrashed in Fortnite, just type in Hill Classic and you'll find me. Uh, but yeah, underscore Hill Classic everywhere. I'm probably going to get back to doing my TikToks, uh, all of that. So, you know, just follow me at underscore Hill Classic. It's your homegirl, Ivy. You can follow me everywhere at IamIvy.xo underscore. That is on Twitter. That is on TikTok. That is on Instagram. If not, you can catch us here on NYC, RawZoneNYC.com and catch a replays on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, iHeart, Amazon Music, or wherever you stream your podcast and on demand 
on Dominus TV on Fire Stick. We are going to end the night because it was a good vibe with Frost as hell. This is... No power, please charge it. Yes, I am. <clears throat> and on that note, we're going to end Welcome to the Raw Zone with Gaia. Go. Peace.